Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're trying hard not to show it. But baby... It's really not a romantic song, even though they used it as a romantic song in Top Gun. Right? Yes. Like, I, I'm thinking about it. You've lost that loving feeling. You don't close your eyes anymore. You don't give a shit about me when you kiss me on the lips. It's heartbreak, But, but for some reason, it was like the song that uh, signified the romance between Maverick and Charlie in Top Gun. Because they sang it at the bar, right? At the bar, right? yeah. And it was very charming when they all sang it together. But why would you <laughs> sing that song as the song? I, I don't know. I think it's kind of clever because she, it's unexpected on her. It's not like they they had eyes from across the room. He's right. literally pulling a move on her. Yeah. And yeah. he's calling her out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, I, I wanted to pick a song from the Top Gun soundtrack, even though the song existed way before Top Gun. It's the Righteous Brothers, but because uh, I kind of feel like an asshole now, based on a conversation we had on our radio show, we were talking about uh, Val Kilmer has a new documentary coming out called Val, mm-hmm. and we basically had a whole conversation that was like borderline ripping on Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. Like we were just like, "What has he done?" Like they were like, "What no, happened?" Or like, "What happened to Val Kilmer?" Yeah, you know. We're, you know. When in reality, <laughs> the guy has had like a super successful career when it comes to an actor. Like mm-hmm. I started thinking about all the different big movies he was in, and there was a while there for at least what fifteen years he was in a ton of movies whether it was like his kind of kick off to his career the top gun i mean that launched him into that next level he was batman he was in that movie the saint remember that one with elizabeth shue it was kind of a weird movie but mm-hmm. uh it wasn't a great movie but it was a good movie yeah he had a good run uh, good run it was a good role for him anyway mm-hmm. and um anyway we were talking about this documentary And then I went and I listened to the trailer and I realized, holy shit, this guy is like battling throat cancer and can barely speak now. Yeah. Um, I want to play you some of it. So anyway, uh, turns out Val Kilmer had a camcorder the day they were invented. Like through his entire career, he's been just shooting home videos. Just like Heath Ledger did. If you watch the Heath Ledger doc, he always had like a camcorder on himself so he could really like see. Like that's his instrument is his body and he's just looking at what different facial expressions do and what emotions they provoke and I assume that the same would be the case with Val. Yeah, and I started watching the trailer and I assumed it was Val Kilmer doing the talking, like narrating it. My name is Val Kilmer. I'm an actor. I've lived a magical life. And I've captured quite it a bit of It kind of sounds like Val Kilmer, doesn't it? I was the first guy I knew to own a video camera. Here we are, filming ourselves. Uh, is that a it's video rolling, camera? yeah. Oh, that's really cool, Val. 
I have thousands of hours of videotapes and film reels that I've shot throughout my life and career. Shut the video camera off. I will keep it on until we're rehearsing. So anyway, I'm watching this. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Val Kilmer, he's talking. And then you actually hear Val Kilmer at the end of the documentary. That wasn't Val. That's like a narrator. Somebody Mm -hmm. who's reading a script that Val Kilmer wrote. Uh, Val Kilmer is recovering after throat cancer. And he's got to speak using like a voice box and stuff. That's like Val Kilmer now trying to use a voice box to speak. And I'm like, I watched that and I'm like, oh my God, we were just kind of ripping on the dude. And now I feel bad about it. Heartbreaking. I can't imagine. Yeah. Not being able to speak. It must be so frustrating. Oh. Yeah, wow, the weight of that. The poor man. He's been through a lot, eh? Yeah, I mean, look, he's had a lived a charmed life when you think about all the roles and the opportunities he's had. He even said in the documentary that he was like uh, an asshole at times and acted strangely at times. Was he like, an asshole like, at times? Well, I think he was difficult. I think he was notoriously difficult was at he? times uh, when he was in probably in the prime of his acting career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably a difficult time. I mean, a lot of people have trouble dealing with that level of fame. Didn't it? Wasn't there some story that he stopped showering and stuff? Like, uh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Uh, kind of. I, kind I remember of, he kind of revolted from that lifestyle, which I think anyone would, would uh, understand. You know, like he kind of almost appeared to leave Hollywood for a little while. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Here's an article. Uh it's based like on uh, the skinny on stars bad behavior behavior and apparently uh the worst actor in terms of professionalism is Val Kilmer oh. that's what people said about him i guess that was 20 years ago wow let me see if i can find out some of the stuff they said about him is he a smoker is i don't know the, was that what the throat you know my husband dips it's freaking terrible in the in the in this particular book that lists like bad behavior from all different stars, mm-hmm. they literally list Val Kilmer ranks the lowest in professionalism, a nineteen out of a hundred. Jesus, more than like his score was lower than any other actor they mentioned, including like Billy Bob Thornton, uh, who is on this list. But I'm trying to, yeah, it's uh, it's. I been wonder so what long. you have to do on set to have such a low rating. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, remember, um, uh, not, well, he was Batman, but uh, Christian Bale on the, he wasn't on the set of Batman, but the set of Terminator. Yeah. Remember when he was freaking out and, like, screaming at a sound guy? He was screaming at the sound guy, And he's not the lowest when it comes to professionalism. Val Kilmer is. So he must have rubbed some people the wrong way. Mm -hmm. But now, like, when you're going through throat cancer, you can't rip on the guy for that. It's, like, too late. You missed your opportunity. Well, we didn't. We did it anyway. Isn't that kind of funny, though? Like, had had he not had cancer, it would be totally fine to, like, lambast somebody for their bad behavior or or whatever. But the moment something like that happens, it's like all bets are off. You just can't say anything anymore. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I can give you an example of that. I, I probably shouldn't, though, because I'll probably get ripped. I won't tell you who the person is, but there is a famous person that uh, grew up near where I grew up. Mm-hmm. And he was a notorious asshole, like a huge dick. 
And, in like high school and stuff? Uh, no, like as he became famous. Oh, I and see. And like the more famous he was, the bigger the asshole he became. Mm-hmm. But he was, um, he got into a fight. He ended up dying. Oh my God. But then after he died, everyone was like, oh my God, you know, like, right. here's this person and, you know, you don't speak ill of the dead, right? Is that the expression? Mm-hmm. So I think it applies in this case too. Like you just don't, uh, you remember the good and you don't uh, dwell on the uh, bad. You know, people so go when through... you have cancer, you can't like rip a no. guy who's got cancer. I know what you're saying. Like, yeah, if you act like a dick, you should be able to bring it up no matter what stage of life you're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I just feel like, I mean, I'm not dead or, or dying of cancer, but like, I mean, my legs are all fucked up, right? Yeah. And I totally laugh at any jokes that people make fun of me for calling me a gimp or you know a handicap person or whatever like i just find it funny i don't i don't let it sweat off it's no sweat off my back and i wouldn't care um i wouldn't want people to treat me differently because of that i wouldn't want any excuse or like i wouldn't want excuses for any of my bad behavior if i was a dick i want people to call me out for being a dick I don't, want to yeah. be, I don't want to be given, you know, oh. special So you're, what treatment. you're saying is if Val Kilmer was listening to this conversation, <laughs> he would not want us to feel bad for having kind of ripped on him a bit oh. because he now has, uh, you know, this issue because of the throat cancer? I, I can't speak for Val Kilmer, but I'm saying, like, if it That's was me. That's a good point, though. I think that is a good point because some people will, won't even tell people that they're sick because they don't want to be treated differently. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I I also think there's two sides to the story too. Like there's the hearsay and what people are saying he's like, and and we weren't there, so we can't say, and we don't know like mm-hmm. these stories. Pl- plus that era, like you know, it was all about bashing stars and taking them down. Like who knows? That era, that era is like it's more prevalent now than sure, it was back then. But just like that, that time where you, it's easier for people to get their side of the story out now or everyone's got a phone so they can film it. Like with Christian Bale, they ha- we had the audio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Although I still, with that Christian Bale instant, I still think that the lighting guy was out of line. Should he have been yelled at like that? No. Of course not. No one should be treated like that. But I do think that he was probably in the wrong. Christian Bale should have done what we all would have probably done is like, hey, that lighting guy's got to get fired. Get, <laughs> the, get the fuck out get of here. Get that fucking guy okay? off the set. Don't tell anyone it came from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. I don't want it to come yeah. back to me, but get that fucking guy off the set. Yeah, I mean, Christian Bale probably did the right thing. and was just like, yo, dude, get out of my fucking yeah. sight line. I need to focus here. <laughs> the rest yeah, of us like, are a bunch I, of weasels. If I have a problem with Bunnis, I'm not going to be like, Bunnis, I got to deal with... Actually, maybe I would, but uh, be like, get fucking Bunnis off the show. <laughs> get him out of here. He's being a dick. <laughs> He's always distracting us. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes sometimes you just need to be told what's up. Like that thing with Tom Cruise, you know, uh, at the coat when he, when he lost his shit on the, on the set yeah. of Mission Impossible. If people are out of line and you're trying to get something done for the greater good of, of you know, a large group of people and their well-being, sometimes, like, you know, dancing around the subject is not the right way. Sometimes yes. you just need to be like, hey, shut the fuck if up. You are, I need to do this. If you are, like, a boss-type figure, yes. I'll give you an example where it's not okay, right? Like, how it just, uh, like, let's say I had a problem with Mora. It would be better for me to go to someone else to discuss my problem, and if they agreed, they might be able to address it from their point of view. Like, I, I, I've, I've worked with people on a morning show where uh, one person in particular was very keen on giving feedback to each person in the room. 
Mm. And the feedback was never something you wanted to hear. So it was like they were telling you what you were doing wrong all the time. (laughs) Even though what you were doing wasn't necessarily wrong, it was was wrong wrong for that by their perspective. Oh, uh, when you do that, I don't like it. You know, like, and it's just sort of like, fuck off. You know, if it's a problem, our boss will bring it up. Right. Or bring it up to our boss. Like, that was my guidance. Was like, look, if you really think of something that I'm doing as a problem on the show, bring it up with the boss. If they agree, they can address it. And I can hate them or be mad at them for bringing it up and not you, because you have to be someone that I have to get along with Mm. in order for this show to be successful. Right. So, if Mora's hate, if Mora hates me because I'm constantly telling her what she's doing wrong, our show's going to be, it's going to be a challenge to do it well. Mm hmm. And so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like maybe Christian Bale, it's better for him to go to like someone else and say, look, this dude is fucking in my line of sight or whatever his issue was mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. It's distracting me. I can't do a good job. Mm-hmm. And then that person can like notice it and say, hey, dude, right. you know, we got to talk. You're always walking around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's bothering Christian, but it's bothering me. Right. And it's, it, it, it has to be bothering him. And then that like Christian Bale could have been an executive producer on that movie nah, though maybe. too for all we know. That's true. That's and if true. he was then yeah. He has every right to do that, which is the case with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is an executive producer of most of his movies now. They're produced through his company. And so may- he has every right to yell at everyone. Yeah, maybe it's a bad example to use Christian Bale because he doesn't need to have chemistry with the lighting guy. Right. In the context of what you're saying with like a show where you actually yeah. need to like engage with that person and be on a good, you know, re- have yeah. a good relationship in order for the show or the product to like be at its best. Yes, it would be better to have some sort of mediator or a boss. You know, it's funny, too, with crew because they can they can f- they have a lot of power to make you. I remember my very first TV show. I was 24 and we were all in a hotel room watching footage from the day and the cameraman. So I have no experience doing anything, but I'm next to the director and the producer and the cameraman. This is that uh, renovation show you were doing? Yes. And he was showing, we were in Paris and he's showing me footage of the day, all of us. And I just, uh, you know, in between shots, he's just like zooming in, coming out, you know, just doing kind of wild stuff just to get the shot before he actually starts filming. So I yeah. make some jokes about the camera like work being really bad. Like, oh, you don't know how to hold that lens very steady, do you? <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know me, right? I was just yeah. jabbing at him a little bit. But he, after everyone left the room and I was kind of, he held me back and he said, if you ever make fun of my footage in front of people again, I will make you look like shit for the rest of the show. I was like, what? I was joking. He's like, don't ever make fun of my work oh, fuck. in front of people oh, ever again. Oh. He said, I don't think uh. you realize the power I have to make you look like shit. And I was like, I am so sorry. We were all la- like, they weren't, t- everyone was laughing. You know, it was just funny. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Like cl- it but, was obvious that you weren't being real. Okay. I'm going to tell you something in that situation. Yeah. He was being a fucking asshole to put you in your place like that. He could have done it in a much nicer way. He could have said like, Hey Mara, I just want to tell you, I know you're new at this. Like it, <laughs> people who do this don't like appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's the way to handle it. Right. Not like, don't you ever fucking do this. Mm. I'll make you look like shit. That's mm. a guy on a power trip. Yes. Trying to put you in a, in some place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a dick move. 
Yeah. That well, guy was being a dick, an asshole. Well, you know, I was probably being a dick just not knowing, and I was probably yeah, nervous because we were all... You weren't doing it intentionally. He no. was. That's the difference there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were just having fun. You were inexperienced. You didn't realize you were being out of line. No, I didn't. That I guy did knew exactly what he was doing when he did that to you. Yeah. And I bet you that, that made you, like, camera, like, um, uh, what's the word? Shy? Like camera like shy? Like shell-shocked a little bit. Like yeah, you were probably I felt, I a little rattled. Yeah, I felt fucking awful. Yeah. I felt terrible. Yeah, which is a terrible thing. To, if you go out of your way to make someone feel bad in a situation where someone wasn't maliciously trying to hurt yes, you, yes. it's a dick move. It's a yeah. power dick move. Yeah, it was intense. It yeah. was intense, but I... It's funny how you remember it like he taught you a valuable lesson. <laughs> when in really, when I hear that, I'm like, this guy is a fucking raging asshole. <laughs> he was a bit of a power tripper, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no kidding. For sure, but... And that's why he didn't do it in front of other people, because if he did that in front of other people, it wasn't like he was trying to save you from it. He was hiding... That, like, if other people saw that, they probably would have said to him what I'm saying now. Well, they would have said, oh, just like, you know, she was calm, the, calm down, yeah. rager, you yes, know? Yes, yes. She made a joke. Yeah. She didn't realize <laughs> that you'd be offended by it. Yes. If he really wanted to say something to you, you could have said, you know what? I, I just wanted to let you know that actually hurt me, what you said, because, like, that's a style we're doing, and I, you know. He could have, and you could have said, I'm sorry. And be like, I know you didn't mean it. You know, you could have yeah, got yeah, past yeah, it. Instead, yeah. he wanted to rattle you. That's like the, the husband teaching you a lesson by giving you a couple of slaps. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh-huh. But verbal. Yeah. And well, you learned an important lesson. Dinner better be ready at five. You know, like that's that's what that sounds like to me. Well, abusive the, behavior. The important in a lesson was like, you know, on any other set I ever worked on. I just tried to remember like everyone's work. Just don't fucking say anything. Even if you're joking, you know. And he could (laughs) have joked back like, oh, you better be careful what you say about my footage because I have the ability to make you look pretty bad. Yeah, 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 (laughs) exactly. That's the way you handle it. Yeah, he said it in all seriousness. I was like, oh, fuck. I hate this guy. (laughs) Fucking hate this guy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Come to think of it, season one and season two, I definitely looked better season one. (laughs) Yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, but they right. do have a lot of power. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, but you yeah, know, yeah, you can yeah. be Christian Bale. Like and you the don't lighting have to guy can make sure you just have the worst shading on your face. The lighting guy can make you look like hell, or he can make you look beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, I got to check out this Val Kilmer doc though. Uh, in Seems August, very intense. Early August, it's going to be on Amazon Prime. And his voice will n- never improve. I don't. I, I, th- I don't know if it's going to improve or not. Wow! Just the stage in which they shot that video, which could be old in itself. He could be doing better than that moment. But mm-hmm. anyway, he is. Uh, yeah, I feel a little bad. Yeah. But Bundes tells me I shouldn't. <laughs> he may I not want to be treated differently because of it. So I, there you go. I just know that I I don't want to be treated differently. I can only imagine that most people would want to feel normal. You know. Let me tell you something about Val Kilmer. He was excellent in Top Gun. He was. As Iceman, he, he was. nailed it. He and was. you know what else? In the Doors movie? So excellent good. as Jim so Morrison. Good. Yes. He was. He was. Is that better now? I feel a little better. Um, by the way, lots of fun stuff coming up in the Daily Take Two. Don't go anywhere. It's coming up next.
mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I've got the items you should never rock on a date, according to an elegance coach who's teaching women how to land a quality man, okay? Are you ready for this? Quality man. What oh, yeah. Well, yeah, in yeah, her, yeah. her definition would be rich. Okay. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. necessarily agree with everything this woman's saying, but... Let's have a listen to some of her tips. Okay. The first thing is cleavage. Do you guys think it's good to break out the cleavage on a first date? She's going to say no, but I would (laughs) say like a little bit. You know, like, you know, what in the just spring, a taster? you know, in the spring when it just starts to get a little warm and you unroll your window that much. Yes. Yes. Or your sunroof that much. Uh-huh. That's what I'm talking about. Just a touch. Just that much. Bunness. Full cleave all the way? Yeah, you don't ever want to do anything too much, right? Like, just a little bit is a nice nice little um, little mm. taste. It gives you um, something to think about, you know? Something to want just to know more hint about. Yeah. To just a hint. Just a hint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little yeah. teaser. Yeah. Well, well, she says, might not be your best choice to break out the cleavage. Because you don't want your date seeing you as a piece of meat rather than a long-term partner. You know what I mean? You're looking to find a sexual partner, not a business partner. Right. And it's okay to showcase some of your sexual attributes. She's just saying leave some for the imagination because you don't want him to just be staring at your boobs the whole time. So that's kind of what we're saying is window (laughs) down a crack a little bit. Okay, there you go. This one bothers me. Clothing that shows too much personality is a no-no, she says. Less is more. She's like, save those trendy outfits for going out with your girlfriends. You know, who would be more impressed by that? She says men are not as impressed by you being up to date with all the latest trends. Would you agree to that? Yeah, yeah. I would actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. It'd be a bit of a red flag if someone showed out. Like, I don't, I can't think of an example because I have no idea what the latest fashion trends are because I haven't done anything in a year now. Yeah, yeah. It's but, baggier you know, clothing, to be honest. If someone, yeah, like say when Billie Eilish came out with like the super baggy look, mm-hmm. if someone showed up on a date in that super baggy look like the first week it was out, yeah, yeah I'd be like, they're trying really hard and that would be a red flag for me okay there you go yeah she says um it's something more simple feminine and classic goes over well basics 
are not are basics for a reason, you know? Uh-huh. The tight black dress, the jeans, the you know, all that stuff. This one's funny. Bags from affordable brands so that you don't look super high maintenance. There was a point in my life where that's what I always went for, yes. At this point in my life, no. It's mm-hmm. it's too much, you know. Because you know, you know, you know when you go out on a date and she's rocking like you know her Louis Vuitton bag and her Louis Vuitton mm. matching wallet and her Louis Vuitton matching phone case that come her birthday or Christmas. You're, <laughs> You're on screwed. the hook. You're, You're on the hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just walk into H and M and buy her some uh, twenty dollar earrings. You're in trouble. What's your favorite thing to see a woman wear when you're on a first date, Bundes? Nothing at the end of the night. Oh! Wait, wait, wait. Why are you going down with that? It should be going up. Yes! 100%. (laughs) So guy sits down on a toilet seat and there's something alive in the bowl. Oh, boy. 65-year-old guy in Austria in his apartment on Monday sits down on the toilet, felt a bit of a bite. Oh, yeah, he got bit. Jumps up, looks down, and there in the bowl is a snake. He's got a snake. I guess a 24-year-old neighbor is a big snake guy in this apartment building. Snake guy. That's got to be the worst guy to live next to. He's got 11 different snakes. And he believes that one of them got loose and made its way through the pipes in the building and came up through this guy's toilet just as he was sitting down. It was a python, by the way, which can grow up to 30 feet. Luckily, this one was only about five feet long, but it was a freaking python. Wasn't poisonous then, right? No, wasn't poisonous. uh, Do we know exactly where the snake did the biting? Well, you know, the article says it bit him in in the junk. And that's kind of a... Broad oh, term ah! for what is is junk specific? I don't know. No, it's like that it's could broad. be anything. It could be anything. It could be anything down there. Yeah, <laughs> full, yeah. It could be the nuts or the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, could be both. I mean, how big does that grip? Uh, you know, the bite. <laughs> could be everything. Could, could, could be have been the whole thing. I mean, I've seen like big snakes. <laughs> you know, they eat entire rats. You know, that's right. Some they, rabbits whole. Doesn't their jaw like completely Jeez. unlock and they clamp down? I think that takes time, though. I think the snake in that scenario has to like kill its prey and then it slowly like sucks it in over time. I don't think it's like a and it's gone kind of thing. Oh my god! Either way, what's the lesson here? Are you uh, are you telling us well, this Luke, just to like freak Luke us sent out? us a lesson? He says, "Am I the only person that gives the toilet bowl a quick visual inspection before I sit down?" Yeah, like but, he's been doing this since since he was a kid. I do that too. You got to do the visual inspection. Of course, I would. <laughs> my guess is that this snake was like. Came through at that moment. Yeah, that seems to be what he's saying. Like, the moment he sat down, Snake's like, I'm going. Comes up, boom! Bites down on the junk. Bad timing. Bad timing. Neighbor might be facing charges for negligence. um, And he was treated for minor injuries. He had to, like, go get treated for those. Make sure there wasn't anything, you know, that was pinched that shouldn't have been. Oh, that's awful. That's awful. eh? I understand that's going to be the uh, plot line of Samuel L. Jackson's (laughs) next movie. (laughs) The snakes in a bowl. (laughs) It's going to be part of the entire snakes (laughs) franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tracy says a rat coming through a toilet bowl is a movie called flushed away. Okay. 
Sounds like a nightmare movie. Anyways, the guy's okay. He's going to be fine. Snake, probably a little traumatized. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure the snake's fine. I got a new neighbor, guys. You remember I was telling you the story about the guy next door to me who was, I I guess, hanging up his TV and he put the drill and it went right through his wall and through into my living room. And yesterday, it's 730 and he is listening to one song so loud that is so aggressive. It makes me wonder what the hell this guy puts on on a Friday night at 1130. Yeah, what's the song? It do, was do you, you know not it, that it's a bad song. Great okay. song when you're in the mood for it. Yeah. It was Beastie Boys Sabotage. Full blast. Full blast. You know, <laughs> this guy's ripping. I'm like, it's Tuesday at 730, man. Chill out. This song. I'm trying to watch the hand. This sounds like maybe he was working out 7.30 at night, listening to a little sabotage. Oh, no, maybe he was pumping, working Pumping out. some yeah, iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, Bundus. Hey, I feel you, because I, I deal with the same problem. 7.30 ain't too bad, though. I'd take 7.30 any day of the week, because my guy does it across the hall to like 2 a.m. in the morning, 4 a.m. Yeah. in the morning. Well, this is yes. my concern. 7.30, what, what is his the 2 a.m.? still out. Yeah, if yeah, this yeah. is his 7.30, what is 2 a.m.? I don't know. Yeah. It could get crazy. <laughs> Guys, I just came down the stairs after putting my daughter to bed. And it's like, It's a bit much, you know? Dial it back, buddy. It's Tuesday. He probably probably doesn't even realize how, like, much you can hear the song. You know what you need to do? Is you got to find like uh, a loud jam, and you got to play it really loud so oh, he can be yes. like. I was tempted to like, do that on my way out. But this you do morning. it at seven thirty a.m. Yeah, you, you do the opposite end because your daughter's up before seven. Yes, you know you do that, mm-hmm. and you blare it, and then he's like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> if this is the seven thirty a.m. song, what are they going to be playing at seven thirty p.m.? <laughs> You give a little back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. concern was, too, because he's a young guy. I'm like, yeah. oh, no. Yeah. Is this the kind of situation where you go into the living room, you throw on your aggressive music, and then you like, because it was on for a long time. I got the impression that he may have been in the shower or something. Oh, you know, yeah, you crank yeah. the tunes, then you go over showsies. And the tunes are still blaring because you're just having a good time living by yourself. You're pulling a Bundus, yeah, right? I do do that. I yeah. blare the music when I'm in the shower. Yes! Yeah! 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 Why not? You know? Why yeah, not? Yeah. And as if he doesn't know, he put a drill through my wall. There's a hole there, Tucker. You don't always know, though. You're not always fully aware <laughs> until, like, you, you, you got to give him a little taste. Back. My and husband then... was able to shazam some of the songs he was playing <laughs> from our apartment. I'm pretty sure. Through the wall? Yes, through the wall. Yeah. I could weigh 
in on dinner time conversation. Like, if he has friends over, I could probably be like, well, here's what I think about that, guys. Uh, it's that crazy. Eh? What, yes. what, how long did the music last for? Like, it, overall? Like, uh, 40, 45 minutes. Okay. So it could have been a workout, Bundus. Mm. Then he switched to video games, which I prefer because it's kind of more of a constant drone. <laughs> <laughs> Not if he's playing Warzone. You don't want that going oh, on. Oh, no. Is that bad? <laughs> it's Tucker and Mora. We're talking about red flags when you've got a new neighbor. What's a new neighbor red flag for you? Uh, for Mora, it's when somebody jams along to this song at 7.30 night, uh, at night on a Tuesday. <laughs> This to me is Friday, 11.30, not Tuesday, 7.30. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, uh, Christy wanted to weigh in on this one. Uh, what's a red flag for you? Uh, my red flag, anytime, every time, is barking dogs. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. I saw so many houses, and I walked in the backyard of a couple of them, and there was dogs barking incessantly, and I said to my agent, next. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what? There's a couple of things there. Like on one hand, it's like uh, dogs bark, but if the owner is not going to do anything about the barking dog, then you know they have no respect for the neighbors around them. Hundred percent. I just got a dog. If my dog was barking outside, I'd immediately bring it in. Like, yeah. and I'm trying to train my dog not to bark, but I, you know, that, that's challenging. Right. But yeah, no, there's no yeah. way I would allow that to happen. And it's somebody who does that. You're right. That is a great red flag. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. My mom lived door next door to uh, this uh, couple, and they had like an outdoor crate for dogs like a big one oh wonderful yeah so you can imagine how that went yeah no no thank you i've owned dogs before as well and yes i do know that they bark but it's the incessant non-stop barking that's not the dog's fault it's the owner's and you're right it's a sign of disrespect yeah the only time i could see that being like uh you know if somebody was taking a shower and they didn't know their dog was barking and then they got out and they're like oh my god i gotta get the dog in it's barking and driving the neighbors yeah. crazy like you might get a 10 15 minute period of grace yeah exactly no i'm not unreasonable but you can tell the difference between people who that happens to or people that it, it's just a common occurrence i'll give you another red flag that i would have if it were me if uh, if I was okay. looking to buy in a subdivision or something, and somebody's front property was a disaster, <laughs> like the lawn was hadn't been mowed in three weeks, oh, let's say, really? I would never live next door to that person uh, because that no, person, would I. you know, when you got to replace that fence between the two properties, when that comes up, you know, that's the person who's going to be like, well, I don't care if there's a fence there, right. and they're not going to want to pay their half, you know. Exactly. You got it. Hey, got thanks it. a lot for weighing in on this. We appreciate it. Thanks. You guys are great. Have a great day. It's Tucker and Mora. What is a red flag for you when you've got a new neighbor? Something that just like throws you off. We got a text from Greg. He said he says a huge red red flag for him is a neighbor with a dirt bike. Because he says, you know, (laughs) at 2 a.m., when the boys are out in the garage having a few drinks, they're going to be revving that engine. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? 
That would not be a red flag for me. Dirt bike? It's a, it's it a, should be, Tucker. You think? <laughs> yes, like my a buddy dirt had bike, it. though? Like, usually those end up on a trailer and they're they're heading out of town. They're going to the pit. They're no. going to the, <laughs> to no. the dirt. No, they don't. <laughs> no. No. No, they don't. I can tell you because I have a buddy who has a dirt bike. Yeah, and he's revving it up with and, you guys. And that's exactly what happens. You're out, you know, drinking in the garage, <laughs> you know, and you decide to fire it up and then you're... You shouldn't do it, but you decide to take it down the road real quick, just down the side street, and then you come back. And like People get stupid with Yeah, but bikes. that's an isolated incident. I would be more concerned about having a neighbor that had like a big-ass Harley or something with straight pipes or whatever. Uh-huh. The, whatever it is that make those bikes so loud. Is it the exhaust? or it's the pipes, yeah. The pipes, oh yeah. Oh, my God. That would be like, and if they rode it all the time. Because and it's like it, the, the kind that your whole house shakes. shakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would much rather have somebody have like some little, you know, dirt bike that maybe when their friends are over once a month, they go down the road. It's not going to be every day, all summer. Mm. <laughs> you're like, oh my God! Like, it feels like thunder, you know? Yeah, yeah. That just never stops. Uh, Greg says a dirt bike should be a red flag. Don says old broken down cars in the driveway and yeah. saw and a neighbor, neighbor that rocks socks and sandals. <laughs> she can't do it. Socks and sandals? <laughs> she can't do it. So Socks and Sandals guy is in bed at 9.15. Don't worry about Socks and Sandals guy. <laughs> James says red flag for him is uh, a douchebag neighbor that drives a Corvette. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. I get it. I get it. I don't get how I get thrown under the bus all the time yeah, yeah, unexpectedly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What happened there? I don't know. I'm just reading the text. That's all. Just friends being friends, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what's your uh, new neighbor red flag? Tucker and Mora, we're just talking about red flags for new neighbors. What's your new neighbor red flag? We got a text from Brad. Earlier, we had talked about how uh, an under manicured lawn can be a red flag. You know, maybe the for neighbor, me, yeah, the like, neighbor just doesn't care. Yeah, if they if they have like three weeks of growth on that front lawn, forget about it. Like you know, <laughs> it's going to be a nightmare living next to them. Brad says he doesn't want to live next to a neighbor whose lawn is too perfect. That's a red flag for him. You know what's a red flag for me? What Brad? Right now, <laughs> Brad, what the hell's wrong with you? <sighs> Well, yeah, I, maybe you, it's I, too much. Maybe you feel like you have to keep up with the pace that your neighbor is setting if the, that lawn is too nice. Could be a sign that a, your neighbor is high maintenance. When I had a front lawn, I had a well-manicured front lawn. And yeah, I think I'm a good neighbor. You didn't like your daughter stepping on the grass At for a while. At one point in time in my backyard, it was <laughs> it was literally, you. it was so nice you could see footprints if you walked on it. <laughs> yeah, but that's a bit much. I, I mean, I if was, you can't walk on the grass. I would let her walk. I'd let them walk on it, but it would it would uh, I would it would bug uh-huh. me, but I would let it happen. <laughs> okay, we got a text from Steve. Yeah. He says he doesn't like a, a neighbor with a bunch of cameras. Oh, that again, red flag for me is Steve. <laughs> I've got I have two cameras in the front of my house, but yeah. I've had bikes stolen and. Unless you're a criminal, what are you worried about? That's true. If somebody's like a porch pirate in your neighborhood, yeah. it, it might benefit you to have a neighbor totally. with cameras. It doesn't bother me either. My new car that got keyed, 
You know, like all the windows? Yeah. $4,000 worth of damage? Mm-hmm. I'd love if somebody had that on camera mm-hmm. so I could see what neighborhood kid or idiot did it. Shannon says clutter in the front yard means it's probably an episode of hoarders in the backyard. Peter says big red flag for him is a neighbor's car full of bumper stickers. Mm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That could be just like a really great family man who likes to do road trips with the family in the summer and they slap a new sticker on there. Nah, super annoying, man. Like the ones with like the family little stick figures on them and they got the dog and oh, the God. cat. Oh, God, that's every other car. That's every other car. Yeah, that's, that's the type of dude or the people that are going to come knock on your door and want you to sign this petition or that <laughs> petition or join up for this club or that club or neighborhood watch this, Facebook group that. Like, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw one of those stick figure stickers that was X rated the other day. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, yeah. I've seen them. Have you? Like, yeah. it's the how I make my family sticker. Yes. That's my kind of yeah, neighbor yeah, right is there. Is it right there? <laughs> I don't know if I want. I'd rather have the guy who actually has four kids and the minivan <laughs> than the guy who has, like, literally someone on their hands and knees in front of another I figure. Mean, come, come on. Come on. Yeah. You can't put that on your car. I know. When it's on your car, it's that's ridiculous. Says a lot about you. <laughs> I mean, that's truck nuts. That's the sticker equivalent of truck nuts, yes, right? Yes, it is. Uh, okay. Well, thanks for those. Appreciate your feedback. <laughs> it's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.